I turn my car on and it's like syncs to my iTunes and then I start hearing like these voices and I'm like who who are these gals we should start it with like a conversation but one-sided you know how people they'll record their voicemail yes hey how are you yeah. Just People, kidding. And, <laughs> yes, and it's so messed up. I've done that before. Do that. It really is messed up. No, but for real, like, do we have um, music playing? Like, we need. Yeah, to, we, we need did. To... We have an, we okay. have an intro. Okay. Because um, I, I don't think I just heard the intro last time. I would like to narrow down some unique options. Maybe we can do a little. Ooh, you stopping per- percussion. What is well, it? This, this. Yeah, yeah. Um, don't mind me. So hey guys, it's fun. Monday, which is odd. It feels like a Thursday because... I'm so glad you said that because I could have sworn it was Wednesday in my head. Well, no, it's... We usually meet on Thursdays. Yeah, I know, but, because, but I thought today was Wednesday because um, I worked through the entire weekend. Alex is going to Florida on Thursday, so we yeah. had to reschedule a little bit. Um, oh, did you see my hair? It's really dark. I did. Um, so today's topic is how real Ooh. estate can be scary. But I want themed to, for the month of October. Yes, but I want to segue into. We said we'd talk about it. How scared shitless I am of hocus hocus. <gasps> yes. You want to okay, start? so for anyone who knows me, <laughs> you know that I love hocus pocus. Love it. And that friends. I didn't know that. That was weird. So I love hocus pocus. I always have Carrie Bradshaw. It's so funny. I call her Carrie Bradshaw. Her name isn't Carrie Bradshaw. It's Sarah Jessica SJP. Parker. SJP. Was in Hocus Pocus. I mean, she was very young. In she that. was young. And for those of you who didn't, don't know, I met her this year. <laughs> I have footage to prove it. It was a total fangirl moment. But anyway, back to Hocus Pocus. She's my favorite um, Sanderson sister in Hocus Pocus. And I posted something about when... That's last week. When Freeform, which is a channel, um, is going to be having um, Hocus Pocus broadcast. And it's basically like for the entire month of October, it plays like twice a day, basically. And it just tells you the different channels and times that it's on. And I posted it and I was like, you're welcome. This is a gold mine. Cause I could be watching right now probably. And Alex, Alexandra Ross, Alexandra Puderball Ross comments and says, I think we need to discuss the fact that I'm terrified of this movie, which I don't understand. You have to start from the beginning. Why are you, why you're scared of the movie? Are you scared can of talking your, cats? Can I pull up your post? Yeah. I feel like <clears throat> it was a good one, though. And today's your anniversary. Today is my anniversary. And another thing with Hocus Pocus is that someone commented yep. saying, <clears throat> I was today years old, today years old when I realized this, that the Friends themed house in the background of the opening credits is the same one from Hocus Pocus. Which clearly... I'm in shambles over with the fountain and everything. So if you look at the opening or the intro to Friends, they're sitting in front of, on a couch in front mm-hmm. of a fountain. And in the background, there is a building. Well, apparently, or allegedly, because I'm going to watch Hocus Pocus and make sure, the building is the same exact building in Hocus Pocus that is, it's likely on a set somewhere, right? Probably. It's on a sound, a sound stage yeah. somewhere. But they filmed Hocus Pocus, same location. Obviously, it's been around for a long time. So when I posted the times, do you have it up? I like did. what you said? Okay, okay, so I didn't realize that this movie, mm-hmm. I like how we're basically talking about movies yeah. right now, um, 
goes all the way through the month of October. Like the, this just, schedule. Just this one movie, yeah. That's it's the entire month of October. But I kind of get it because there's like certain movies I like. Okay, so I said verbatim, fun fact, I was, probably still am, petrified of this movie. Yada, 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 yada. So, okay, so back then, when this movie came out. Yeah, when did it come out? What year? 90s? Was it around the same time? I'm going to say like 90, I'm going to say like 94. I'm going to guess 94. Hey Siri, when did Hocus Pocus come out? Hocus Pocus was released July 16th. 1993. That was close. Okay. There we go. Okay, so I believed in magic. So how old were you, number one? That's a good question. I was born in 87. I really suck it. So you were six. Yeah, okay, so I really believed in magic, and I believed in witches, and that was around the same time that, like, I think the show Sabrina was out. And a few other shows. Okay. I, I, when I saw Bewitched for the first time, mm-hmm. I thought it was real. And I still, like, I always thought that someone was like that. And I believed in it. Like, really hardcore believed in it. So when Hocus Pocus came out, I, I thought these witches were coming to get me. <laughs> and so it gave me nightmares. And I went as far as nighttime that... To make myself fall asleep, I would hold my breath because in my head I thought <laughs> I thought that if they could hear me breathe, then oh. they would sneak in through my window. And I had no idea. Put me in a cauldron? I have no idea. I, I can't remember. That's awesome. But I just remember holding my breath. I mean, I should talk. I've definitely been inappropriately or n- not meaning to be overly scared of things before. But, but Yeah, but... But this went on on for. So you were six. While. You saw it. Did you see the whole thing? Did you stop? Mm -hmm. Like, okay, so you Mm -hmm. were just scared of these witches, even though that like was totally planned. Yeah. But I believed it was real, even though it's. I'm sure if I saw it now, I'd be like, "What the hell was I scared of?" Yeah, of course. But I believed it was 100 percent real. Okay. Well, when I saw the curfew, which is like you know, murder and gore when I was around that age. I, my sister was watching it, and oh. I remember waking up. I was at the beach with my grandmother and my sister and my grandfather, and I woke up in the middle of the night. I mean, panicked. Panicked. The six or seven-year-old. And I made my grandmother call my mom in the middle of the night. It was like 2 o'clock in the morning, 3 o'clock in the morning, and I wanted to go home. And I was like, I want to go home right now. And my grandmother's like, tough shit. You're three hours from home. Like, you're going to be okay. You just got to go back to bed. I think I actually got with my... I think I, like, slept in my grandparents' room. Do you like scary movies? That's a great question. I loved anything scary, horror, like, Haunted Forest, all of that. I loved until about five years ago. Derek and I had our first, like, kind of date at the Haunted Forest. So we... I mean, not really, but, like, in a group of friends, right? Like, the first time... I think it was the first time we held hands kind of thing. (laughs) <laughs> 15 years later, married eight years. No. Um, so okay. we went to the Haunted Forest, and it was like he was, like, going to protect me, right? Like, that was, like, it was really cute. Yeah. Like, if we were to go there now, like, he would push me into, like, the things. So it's a different feeling. Mm-hmm. And I don't like when they chase you with the chainsaw. No. Off topic. No, 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 no. Go on. Um, 
But no, I do not like any of that shit anymore. No. It gives me so much anxiety. It does. I actually think when they chase you with the chainsaw, even though the thing's not no, no, on, no. It's a, no, I no, 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 still no. believe freak out. that freak accident, it's like... It doesn't even matter. I'm not in a, I'm not in a space, in, in, a, in a real headspace. Like, I am in an alternate... Seriously, I, last time I was at the Haunted Forest, I broke down and cried in the middle of the clown house. Cry. I don't like clowns. I'll tell you that. Who who likes clowns? And someone someone comment. Let me know. Comment. Someone let us know if you know anyone who actually likes clowns. Unless you're a crazy person, clowns are terrifying. And they had like you tall know, ones. They were on stilts, and they were like standing in the corners of like this octagon shaped room. And you'd think that they were just like a clown room, but no. Then they start walking towards you. I'm telling you, you might as well have baby dolls <sighs> and rocking chairs in a room. Yeah, because that true. creeps that's me also out really too. Scary. So, okay. anywho, so. sorry guys. <laughs> wow. We're going to have to have a screening of Hocus Pocus and see how Alex feels about it. I'm good. I'm good. I'm not sure if I'm there yet. Um. <laughs> oh, <laughs> So we were talking about how, real, speaking of scary. Real estate can be scary. Can real estate be scary, Alex? Yes. Yeah. I would like to talk about it on my end. Like, right. I think real estate is scary sometimes for what I do. Like, if you're listening to this and you think, oh, I want to get into real estate. Oh, sh- Well, we rarely talk about that kind of stuff. Like, because we don't, I'm not going to say you're bad mouth, but it's what I do for a living. I love it. But it, it can be scary. You can't have these oh shit moments. Right. And you can't have these moments of, what am I doing? Well. And you can't have these moments of, I think today's the day I'm going to pull all my hair out. I mean, it happens. I mean, I'll tell you that much. You're tired, you know, that kind of stuff. But no, it, I think selling can be very scary and um, when emotions come into play. Well, yeah, I think, I, think, I think that's what it is. At the end of the day, it's emotional. It, I don't think if you are a numbers person, it's not as scary as if your emotions are in it. Isn't it? Yeah, well, of course. Unless it's like a huge risk. But if you took a huge risk, you probably wouldn't be doing it on selling your like residence. You'd be doing it on something on a larger scale. Yeah, I mean, we talked about it in a previous episode where, you know, if you've made something out of the place that you've lived, whether it be for a yeah. year or five years or ten years, like... You're going to have an emotional attachment to it that no one else does. And you're going to have somewhat unrealistic expectations of what the market is going to... So funny you say this because I just put a deal under contract and the sellers have lived in this house for 26 and a half yeah. years. Yeah. I had to have my buyers write a letter yeah. on why they love their home and promise to take care of it. Yeah. It's crazy, right? That's scary. Mm-hmm. That's insane to me. But no, it can be scary. I agree. No, it's definitely scary. I can tell you from selling a property before that it's terrifying. I mean, and, and I from was... buying and it's terrifying. Absolutely. what the hell's going to happen. Absolutely. And from everything. Every aspect of it is, is scary. I think the only fun part is actually going and judging houses. Um, is this one under contract? Mm-hmm. That's great. Yeah. Um, we were talking about... Sorry, I wrote a list. Sorry, I'm referring to a list. <laughs> Because just last week we were talking about this one, in my head. right? We were talking about we were yeah. talking about one. I put that under contract in four days. I mean, I knew it would. And then I turned around and took them. Not 
I'll explain afterwards. Okay. Turned around and took them and got them the house that she has been wanting. Fantastic. For three weeks. Here's the point, right? We're talking about things being scary. Like, the pieces of the puzzle have to work together. Mm-hmm. And there are going to be times that things seem a little bit dicey. However, if you're working with professionals who know what they're doing and have, mm-hmm. they're going to absorb most of that for you, right? Well, I hope so. Well, that's or the idea. Explain it. Well, you you know how like you get something and you have commerce correspondence. Let's say for your you for example, let's say you have a you're selling a house and someone comes up and the reason you're here is for this very reason, right? House is listed for five hundred dollars, let's say, and they come in and give you. Four, eight, the agent calls and goes, hi, do you have any offers? And you're like, yeah, sure, whatever, no, whatever. And he goes, all right, well, I'm going to, um, how would they consider, you know, 480 with uh, 1% concession? And you're like, listen, because mm-hmm. you know what your sellers yeah. need to need to net, right? And you're like, first of all, you're like, put it in writing, number one. Like, let's not have this conversation on the phone. But the, someone's going to try to, like, get information out of you. The thing is... There are so many people in this industry that are going to try to do what they shouldn't do. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have someone who is not just having your best interest, but absorbing what could be a total offensive move from a buyer, yeah, you could say, no, 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 absolutely not. And versus them giving an offer to the seller, they're absolutely offended. They don't want... And maybe like they a pull, gatekeeper. And, exactly. Right? Yeah. That's the whole idea. Because like, you're absorbing yeah. the... the the BS. From the selling standpoint, yes. Yes, exactly. That's why you hire a professional. Right. There's a lot of stuff that goes on that sellers don't know about at all. I know. And they don't know about it because there's no point for them to Which know Which is going to create it. more anxiety or more stress or Correct. more fear or more... Yeah. There's no reason. There's no reason. And, and the best is when they yeah. find out after the fact. Yeah. And they're like, what? What? <laughs> I'm like, don't worry. I had it. And same thing with buyers. That's the The best, less actually. they know, the better... When it, not, not on the major stuff, but the less that they know of any main, minor setback that is not major, but could be major in their eyes, oh, the yeah. better. Yeah, absolutely. There are many times where... I think because there's too many what-ifs in real estate. Yeah. There's, there's just too many conditions. There's too many conditions to get a loan. There's too, too many, many rules. Too, too many, many laws. Rules, too many laws. It makes you nervous. You don't even know if you're going to be able to get a loan, first of all. You don't know if you're going to be able to sell your house. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how many times I've been sitting at a closing table and everyone's like, oh my God, this was so easy this was awesome. Like, you guys made this so easy. And I'm thinking in my head, like, how many nights I lost sleep of making sure it happened. Do you know what I mean? You're like, how but you fast know. I've aged. Yes. yes. But, like, you know, like, what I'm talking about. Because, yes. but that's, that's the, that's the point. Yes. Right? Yeah. That's what you want them that's to feel. That's why I'm making a list right now. Exactly. So, me too. <laughs> like, as, as things pop up. But that's, I think that's the sign of a true professional is someone who is truly taking on, you know, not that it's we want. someone who can smile through the, mm-hmm. the. The nonsense through the pain. It's gonna happen. Someone who can make what seems insane, like it's never gonna happen. Yeah. That so easy, but on the inside you're screaming. Yeah. And you're wondering how the hell you're gonna do yeah. it. Yeah. And you do it, and then you're like, oh, that wasn't. It's like you. Okay, I swear to God, it's like you have amnesia after every deal. You're like, that wasn't that bad. One hundred percent. I can do it again. Like there'll be times where I'm like standing in the shower and I'm like, I can't wait till this is over. I can't wait till this is over. And then after that, I'm like, Oh, what was I worried about? I forget. <laughs> but it's the same thing. It's a hamster wheel, right? Like you're like, go, go, yes. go, 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 go. Get off the wheel. 
Get back on. Go, 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 go. go, 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 go. Okay, get off. Like, oh, why, get back on. Why do I do this? It's just funny, though, because, I mean, every single, we call, we say every transaction, every loan, every yeah. buy is a snowflake because every single one is so unique. It is. But it carries the same amount, same level of burden. Yep. I mean, and I say that in a way, like, not negatively. I say that in just as a matter-of-fact way that there are so many facets to every single deal. And just think about it. And I'm not saying this to, like, I don't know, be pompous, but when we have 30 loans that we're looking at and every one of them has 50 facets on it. It's a lot of moving parts. I mean, that's why we, that's why our team has grown so much, right? Yeah. Like we have to, in yeah. order to maintain the same level of service, but that's, that's the point. And while at the same time, making each one of those people feel like they're the only one. It's... Exactly. Hold on, I really want to rip this and I know it's going to interrupt the podcast, but... <laughs> Thank you. Sounded like a whip, okay, like a sound effect. We uh, talked about it on our side, so we rarely talk about it. Yeah. I mean, we're not trying to sit here and complain. Not at all. I think this is just supposed to be a real conversation But I'm just going to let you know about... that the, the fear that you have and the anxiety that you have and the emotions that you have, we have, this, we have that too. Right. We just <clears throat> handle it in a very different way. And that... It's it's normal. It's it's an everyday thing. This right. is our job. We're de- is... desensitized to it. Yes. Yeah. I can tell you that I have delivered some news sometimes to people. You feel like a doctor? I Absolutely. Absolutely. But I'm serious. I've delivered some news sometimes where I'm literally in my head thinking if someone like I'm telling myself a big story because I'm thinking if someone were to tell me this I would be I would feel x y and z. But I'm just telling myself a story because I don't know. Yeah. I, it is so factual, right? Like I don't as much as you need to care and be compassionate and hand-holding and loving to, like, each one of your... You also have to be direct and non-emotional. But you can say, like, I support and you. I'm here for you. I acknowledge you. Like, you have to be able to push give them hope. That. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. There has to be a solution. I will never call you with a problem until there's a solution. Okay. So, like, from our end, if someone loses a deal, mm-hmm. okay, mm-hmm. for whatever reason, whether they couldn't financially go higher or didn't listen... Right. You have to deliver the news. Yeah, I can't imagine that. Like a doctor. Yeah. And then you have to give them hope. Yeah. And then you have to say, okay, then you have to get them back out yeah. again. It's yeah. like getting them to ride the horse yeah. again. you got to get them right back on to do it again. Because they'll be shy to do it again because they don't want to go through that same level of disappointment. But then they listen to you. Yeah. I mean, for the most part, there are some people who don't. And that's okay, too. Like, everyone goes through the steps... Yeah. uniquely and individually and I think that's a really important thing to say because some people are going to feel fear some people are not I have couples who sit here and one of them mm-hmm. is incredibly nervous and the other one's like whatever like I'm telling you it's, it's a like, lot of personality that's too like I think if Josh were to go through mm-hmm. no emotion yeah just yeah. yin and yang yeah but then I have some people that both are terrified and then that's I have some, bad. and then, right, I know. And then that's we have bad. some where neither of them are. Oh, no, it's fine. Whatever. But I think once you do it a couple times, you desensitize to it all together. I think so, but only certain But I also think it's a personality, and I also think it's where you are in your life financially and that's, whatever that's it is. That's a good point. And that, what, you know, if, is, it, is it going to impact your life that much that you're stressing to make a payment or you're stressing because you need to sell it and you need to yeah. take the money? If not, then it's... it's it's just another deal. I think that comes back down back down to perspective too. Yeah. I've had people who 
friends of mine who have bought homes and are literally 100% qualified and they worry the entire time. Yeah. And I'm like, listen, even if something were to go awry, what's the worst that could happen? You still have your other house. Like, you know what I mean? I understand that no matter what mm-hmm. step you're taking, it's a step and it's big. Mm-hmm. But when you have someone who's like always will have a place to live, someone who's, sell- someone who's selling. So different. So let's say someone who's not selling and someone yeah. who's buying. Like, and they're worried. Like, their set of problems is so different than the person who's just trying so hard to qualify for one home. But each one of them has their own things to kind of address. Like, some people are really trying hard just to qualify for their A home at all. So they have their own level of worries. Yes. And then you have the people who are selling and buying. They have their own level of worries. People who are, who are buying without selling and are going to take out two mortgages, they have their own set of worries. Oh, so yep. when you're talking to a professional, no matter what, we have to evolve and kind of be a chameleon to whichever one of those applies to them. Have the conversation about what they're feeling, how they're feeling, why they're feeling, yeah, and manage all that. And risk management. It can be a little scary. That's why we take lots of notes. Lots of notes as I jot down. <laughs> I do. But it's on theme. It's a good theme for the month. It is. I know it's a little, little bit of a, not as It's more conversational. In depth. It's yeah. just conversational. I'll let you know that. It's you know, normal. It's, it's normal. It's normal to feel that way. I mean, we feel that way. I feel like that should be the name of our podcast. It's normal. It's normal. That's normal. I feel like we say that a lot. say that a lot. I know. But it is. All right, you guys. Well, we'll have a. A little more in-depth one next time, but just to kick off This one's nice Halloween. and light. Nice and light. Yeah. All right. Until next time. Bye. Bye.